Welcome to Tech with Ero, the show where we explore ins and outs of breaking into the tech space. We talk about tech trends, tech gist, give you informative uh, informative um, gist about tech, and also connect you to connect newbies to mentors. I am thrilled to have you with us today. Whether you're a seasoned professional looking into breaking uh, into tech or you have been in the tech space for quite a while and you just want information to keep you updated in the tech space. I am your host, Iro Inkechi Omolola. But before we dive in, I would like to give a moment to express my gratitude to our dedicated listeners. Thank you so much for your continuous support, your ratings, your reviews, your feedback. They are invaluable to us as we strive to bring you the best content on all things that has to do with tech. Today, we have an incredibly special episode in store for you. Woo! Actually, this is our first time diving into a topic relating to product management. It is actually um, a field for us that has been quite interesting and we'll be getting feedback to dive into it. And this is like a big, big opportunity for us to share with you information that has to do with this field, product management. We'll be talking about it and how you can break into product management for those that do not know how to get started. This is the opportunity because we're giving you the information that has that is power packed for you to get started and break into product management. We have here with us our guest Valentine Eke is a product manager at Mundodo and is going to be sharing information on how we can break into tech. Hi Valentine, it's good to have you here. Hi Omolola, thanks for having me. Um, and finally be on your lovely podcast. Thank you so much, Valentine. Uh, so could you please introduce yourself briefly to the listeners? Yeah, sure. My name is Valentine Ike. I'm currently a product owner at Mdundo. Mdundo is a music service uh, built for the African market. Uh, we're currently present in 20 plus countries, uh, but we focus on five key African markets. And what we allow um, users to do is to download songs, um, stream songs, you know, as well as give royalty to artists, right? So we are a legal service. Uh, and, you know, maybe one of these days, we'll also be privileged to host um, Eero on our platform as well, right? So that's just what we do at Mdundo. Well, thank you so much. So um, for today's topic that has to do with break, breaking into product management, would you give us like an overview of how product management works, what product management is, and what we should be expecting from product managers? Yeah, sure. So, product management is a very interesting field. Um, Generally, what product managers do uh, is we find customer problems, we prioritize the problems, and then we work with design, engineering, QA to profess solutions that will solve those customer problems and drive business impact. 
So if I could highlight two keywords, um, it's about solving customer problems, you know, as well as driving business impact in terms of revenue or engagement, right? Um, something also very important about product management is that one, we don't directly manage design developers, right? They report to the design lead or the tech lead, right? So we leverage influence rather than authority. And then second, we don't actually do the work, right? But ours is to create an enabling environment for engineers and designers to do their best work, right? So that's a, a brief summary about product management, but I'm happy to dive in um, if you have more questions. Oh, yes. Um, actually, how we do it here is we have questions ready for you and we'll just be giving you um, questions individually you get to answer okay. them and also dive in some stories or experiences if there there are needs for that so um the first question will be how did you get started in product management the question is for you to put insight on your own journey and offer valuable tips that would help people to understand your own personal experience so how did you get started in product management yeah that's that's a good question so for me um i started out in hardware engineering right i did some network engineering um, a couple of years ago um it wasn't a direct switch but i had to move from career to career right but um i started falling in love with product management um while i worked at ajua there's this very awesome product manager we had, right? And he was just so always effective, right? So that's when I started falling. Then I did some research. I took some courses, did a bootcamp, right? But I didn't still get the role immediately, right? Um, I actually got my first role via internal transition, right? So there was a, there was a PM opening on the team. Then I was a UX researcher, but I applied... Um, for the role and then I convinced the hiring manager to give me a shot right and then it's been it's been very nice since then you know just been moving forward never looking back so that was my very short story you know it, of how I switched you know into so you've been in the space for like how many years yes three plus years now um, oh okay that's good to hear so um, the second question is, what does a typical day in the life of a product manager look like? <laughs> so the life of a product manager is not so straightforward. Aside um, of the one of holding the tech teams, you've not submitted your product, you've not done this, you've not done that. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> let's get to here. <laughs> so... For me, let me just tell you how my typical day looks like. So I start my mornings looking at um, metrics, right? Okay. Um, KPIs to see the health of the products. So this is important, you know, because in case there's a bug or in case um, something is wrong, the tracking is wrong, so that we can work on that as soon as possible. Then after looking at metrics, then um, 
I dive into maybe planning for the next sprint, what's going to come in the next sprint, um, as well as reviewing what has been done, right? Um, something else I do um, very well on a daily basis, talking to customers, right? Um, depending on the day of the week, you know, I might call up a few customers, you know, um, Yeah. Are you still there, Iro? Can you hear me? You, you, you stopped at where we lost you when you made mention of you could call up uh, a few customers. Oh, yeah, sure. So after talking up, after getting feedback from customers, um, then I spent some time maybe planning for the next sprint, right? Seeing what we can do in the next sprint, you know, seeing what we have we have achieved, you know, understanding the business goals, right? And then last thing that takes a bunch of our time is meetings, right? Our calendars are usually booked with meetings. Everybody wants to have a say in the product, right? So we attend meetings to try to understand the requests from the other team members. And then um, some of them we have to say no, some we have to say yes, some we have to say not yet, right? So depending on on the request and how urgent it is, right? You might have to say no. You know, a product manager usually says no more often than we should, right? Because it's our job to protect the development and design teams from unnecessary requests. Okay, thank you. Um, but I would like to chip in like a mini question that has to do with do product managers also test their products? Or they yes. just strictly manage the product? Yes. Um, a good product manager should test the product, right? You know, like I mentioned, we have like I have like a metric review, right? So I look through um, the metrics of the product to make sure that everything is well right um yeah so we are responsible for testing the product and then sometimes before things go live with the customers i myself i like to test i like to play out you know just to make sure that everything is as per scope and then something you should notice not all teams have qa engineers right so when a team an organization doesn't have qa engineers the product manager becomes a qa Right, so I've worked some organizations oh, yeah. where I'm the QA true. as well, right? So, yeah. yeah, yeah, true. Okay, so um, our question, next question is going to be: What skills are essential for success in product management? 
product managers often require a mix of art and soft skills we know that but what are the key skills that are highly valued when it comes to product managing oh sure um cool so how i think about it is there are seven core skills um that pms need to excel but you don't need to have the seven skills at the start when looking for your first role some of these skills you learn them as you go along on the job okay yeah so the first is discovery talking to customers to find their pain points you know you need to know how to um, differentiate customer wants versus customer needs right so that's the first thing you know how to talk to customers then second is communication a big part of the product manager's job is communicating upwards downwards and sideways upwards to management or your manager sidewards um, to colleagues designers you know scoping out documents and then downwards to maybe your subordinates or or maybe other teams right that um, maybe your direct reports or do not report to you right so a product manager is expected to communicate um, upwards sideways and downwards then the third skill is design in some organizations product managers are expected to create wireframes you know even before just to give the team like an idea of what they're expecting right but also having you know a good understanding of design best practices is key for a product manager so the fourth is execution a good product manager also know also knows how to manage projects right say for instance uh, we want to build a new app right it's the job of a product manager to spec out the app right as well as ensure that designers deliver on time and in scope and then engineers do their awesome coding on time and deliver in time and then the product is launched in time because if a product manager is not project managing um they're not going to meet the deadline so a key skill is execution then the fifth skill is data analysis a product manager should be able to um understand data one question i get asked a lot is doing do product managers need to learn sql i would say not at the start right because in small startups they use analytics tools like mixed panel maybe amplitude which do not require a sql skills but if you're looking as you grow you know you might be required to also develop sql skills as well but you'll be able to track metrics be able to create funnels you'll be able to understand data right and gain insights from data then the sixth skill is technical skill um, this is very important because we work closely with engineering um, although you don't need to know how to code but you're expected to have a very good understanding of of how software works understand that oh there's a front end there's a back end understand how they communicate maybe through a middleware or something you know understand error codes you know yeah but you have to have like a good understanding of of 
building software, you know, coding. Yeah. And then the last skill, I'll say there are soft skills. Um, here we talk about empathy. We talk about influence, you know, because like I mentioned, engineers, designers, uh, QAs don't report to product managers. They usually have their chapter leads or or team leads, right? So we also learn how to, have to learn how to work with them. Yeah, so okay. just to summarize, discovery, communication skills, design skills, execution skills, data analysis skills, technical skills, and lastly, soft skills that will help you work very well with your colleagues. Wow, thank you for that um, information. That was actually detailed. Okay, um, to the next question. Okay, um, how can one gain relevant experience if the person is actually new in the field? Yeah, um, so this is usually very challenging, um, gaining relevant experience, but I have some tips. So the first is if you work in an organization that has product managers already, that's the place to start. After taking your courses, after doing your bootcamp, you need to actually practicalize these things, right? So what I would say is shadow a PM, you know, get close to the product management team, have friends there, let them know that you want to transition and shadow them, right? You can even help them do some of their tasks. Maybe they want to talk to customers, they need someone to take notes, you know? Yeah, that's a good start. So shadow the PMs in your organization. So if you don't have PMs in your organization, a good way to learn is volunteering, right? So you could maybe an NGO, or even if it's a startup, you can volunteer to, to work with them without getting paid, just so that you get some of that experience under your belt. The third thing too is internships. Internships are a great way, but some internships come um, with some form of remuneration so if you can get it that would be good but some don't right so internships are another great way for you to you know to get those skills and then the last which um is also very effective is building products right so for instance maybe you have an engineering friend or a design friend you know you can just you know collaborate to work on a project from ideation, you know, you start with talking to customers, you start with specking the product, and then your engineers and designer friends can help build that out for you. And you can have that in your portfolio as well, right? So those um, four strategies, one, if you have a PM team, get close to them, shadow them. Two, um, if you can volunteer, do that, you know, for a short period of time. In fact, some volunteering um, opportunities might even convert to full-time if you're really good, right? So, you know, it's just something you can do. Three, internships, and then four, building products with your tech friends. Okay, so while you were um, trying to give answers to the questions on um, new field, you made mention of when you're done with a bootcamp. So could you just explain, are there any specific educational certification programs you recommend for aspiring product managers? Uh, 
So for me, uh, I don't have any recommendations, right? Um, but there are a lot of very good courses out there. Um, okay. Like, for instance, Product School, um, they have some free certifications which I found very useful, right? Um, yes, so I've taken some of them on data analysis, on product-led growth, right? So I'll recommend that. Then Udemy is also a good place to get some of these courses. YouTube is also a very good. Yeah, True. yeah, so, yeah, but... Or maybe maybe they could go for YouTube when um, they don't really want to make payments because I think Udemy, there's some, they're not free courses most times. Yeah, yeah, well said. There's Coursera as well, where you can apply for financial aid, right? So, okay. yes, so you can also take that as well. But to be honest, certifications are great. But being able to do the actual work is even much, much better, right? So even when you chase certifications, you take courses, you need to learn how True. to practicalize okay. those skills. You're right. I think this this applies to every field because most times everybody just want to get this, the certifications and they forget the main thing itself, which is the skill because you're going to show what you can do basically. But yeah. anyways, I also still feel getting those certifications help you because there, if you're actually very dedicated to learning and getting those certifications there are, you learn on 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 it because i don't think when you're learning on udme you just learn for the fun of it to get the certification so i think it's still good either ways it's good for one to get certifications and just still know know the job alongside yeah okay so for pro managers um do product managers really need to have like educational background like okay i went to school i studied this all that and i feel because i studied this i, I can be a product manager or anybody can just dive into this space and start upscaling themselves um yeah i'll say everybody can just dive into the space um, like I said, I came more from a customer success background role, right? Um, I know people that have come from sales. I know people that have come from engineering, right? So product management is sort of like a field, you know, um, anybody can go into, right? Once you have the, maybe the right guidance and things like that, you know? Okay. Okay, so um, let's, let's, uh, give like a funny uh, information on this part because I find this question quite funny when people have this um, when we hear of a particular thing they just have like a poor mindset or a misconception about them so what are some common misconceptions about product management that newcomers should be aware of so they can get rid of that from their mind and know how to set their mind straight product management oh great <laughs> so interestingly um i shared some articles about this a couple of weeks ago right um so i'll maybe i'll work with amolola to also drop that in case you want to read but to summarize that question um the first is you need technical skills right um or you need to know how to code 
that is not true right although knowing how to code will help you um be a better product manager right but it's not necessary right now the the second um, misconception you know that i also had myself is that um product managers need to take an mba um yes yes although um to get into big tech sometimes um big tech like the likes of google facebook etc um you know having an mba is a good qualification right but you don't need to an mba to get into product management right um yes maybe you can take an mba much later you know when you're thinking of going into management senior management okay then maybe an mba would be good right but for a start you don't need to now another popular misconception um about product management is product managers need to know sql to get a job that is not very accurate um because like i said small startups use um mixed panel they have analytics integrations but or google analytics as well but the higher you go and the larger your company then you need to have sql skills that's um three yeah and i think i think that's enough right so maybe omolola can share the link to that article where i i you know, dive deep into some other misconceptions yeah i'll be very glad to do that because the main goal is to educate people so I, yeah. I'll definitely do that while well, I'm, I'm actually um, sharing also the updates on this podcast alongside. So, um, next question is going to be, what are common challenges faced by product managers and how do you overcome them? Because I feel when one understands the challenges, it can help people prepare their mindset on realities and of the role and learn how to address them properly. Great. Um, so common challenges, one will be building influence skills. So sometimes you can see an associate PM managing engineers with years of experience, like senior engineers, right? I've worked in you know a situation like that where I'm managing someone who has decades more experience than I have, right? Um, so that could be a challenge, but what I've learned is being very data driven, right? Throwing away opinions. Oh, I think, oh, uh, you know, and then moving to, this is what the data says. This is what we should do. Right. So that's a challenge, you know, influencing your team, you know, on the direction to go, especially when working with very senior colleagues. Now, um, the second challenge I ha- you know, that PMs have is, or I have as a PM, or I had, let me say I had, right? The second challenge, you know, a young PM could have would be um, more like getting your team to deliver on time, right? Mm. Because, like I said, we don't do the work you know, yeah. but you have other people do the work, right? So getting them to deliver on time. And for me, some tips that have worked is 
aligning the team um, often, like over communicating and not. So, for instance, if we are starting a sprint, I like to tell my team the priorities for that, the top priorities, right? As much as possible, I don't want to have 10 priorities for a sprint. Maybe I'll choose two or three. I have to negotiate that with management to say, you know, let's focus on two priorities rather than five, right? So once that is settled, then it's communicating to each member of the team that this is top priority, right? This is what you should focus on, right? That's actually helped me, you know, meet deadlines even when deadlines are tight, you know? Yeah, so communicating over communicating. And I think the third challenge is, I, I had as program manager is micromanaging, right? Mm-hmm. You know, saying, micromanagement oh <laughs> you know always following up with devs and like and, you know you, you, you guys always yeah. hold us to our next say it out <laughs> <laughs> yeah right so so when i started out i started out like that you know but something you know you should know is micromanagement doesn't get the job done even pieces devs True, and yeah well. yeah I really have so, one experience like that when it comes to this micromanagement. Well, I don't know if something if it's something I, I could also share on this platform because it's I think product managers should do way better when it comes to this part. I'm I'm a developer and I was on a particular project whereby the product manager at some I had to drop the product because at some point it was like you just wake up in the morning, you don't even put us in your sprint. We don't know when to deliver. Like I think product managers should ask course, this is the tax. When do you think you can deliver this task? Not waking up and I'm saying that I've been assigned a tax and a, a start date and a due date without my notice, without anything. I just wake up in the morning and I've seen tax and I've seen due date. And I'm like, this person is not a tech person. You don't know how best tech person can deliver and you don't use developers you have worked with to determine that's the timeline you can give every developer. It's micromanagement really. I think product managers can be better when it comes to that part. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, yeah, so it's so what what I have what I do right is at the start of the sprint the tech lead together with the developers will put some form of um, estimates, right? Exactly. Um, effort estimates on each ticket, right? So I don't ask developers to put themselves, but I make sure that the tech lead is there because the tech lead knows the strength of each developer, right? So if, for instance, maybe change a button, a developer is telling me to take two days, I have the tech lead there, who is my guy, or my or my girl right who can say no that should take you know that's just like it can take you one yeah yeah but i think i think so i think it's best when you involve because i i find it in a way i find it in a way quite rude and quite i find it's quite rude like you're giving somebody a task you're a product manager you're not a deaf person and you are assigning the tax without involving the person. It's somehow, I don't know, it's, it's like, it's not a friendly environment. I think product managers should not be like, when, when we, need, we need to, we really need to remove this thing on our head as per 
product managers and devs are enemies or like they fight or stuff like that because it's it actually affects the product itself it actually affects the product yeah. itself when you micromanage developers you 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 can't assign a task without the developer's knowledge of a particular task and you gave a due date this this i think this is just not me i've also had conversation with other developers and they've made mention of this and how it has affected the product negatively because at the end the developers will have to leave the product because see i always tell somebody my sanity is more important than anything else in this life like my sanity this mental stress thing eh? Mm, yeah. One has to be I very, very careful. One has to be yeah, very, I, very careful. I, I totally so agree I feel, with I you. Feel, I feel that product managers really need to work on one communication, take key, and don't and be friendly. Don't make it look like you're a product manager. You are the god of the products. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, we are all workers, right? And we are we are we are actually uh, um, working for the products to come out live. You have your input i have my input if we are friendly and would collaborate properly the product will go live and everybody is happy so not the aspect of you're not in, you're not involving the product guys on the, um, the dev guys on the product you're just assigning tasks it affected because I, I think at, at the point the product began getting slow the developers felt okay if product manager will wake up in the morning and just assign tax and do this well let i keep doing that while we also keep delivering the way we can deliver do you understand? And at the end, everything was just crumbling, crumbling, crumbling. Mm. Not until when the um, the the tech team, the tech, um, the person, project manager, the one owning the project, was not like, uh, okay, I think I need to sit everybody down and let's peel out what's really the issue, what's really happening. And that's when every developer said same thing. We can't just wake up in the morning and we are seeing tax death dead um, um start date and due date on our tickets did not ask us if we can deliver it and the product manager did not even know that one tax is dependent on another, on another. because yeah. you are not a tech person <laughs> do you understand yeah. so you were assigning a particular tax to another developer the developer's due date was way before another developer's due date whereas the tax of that developer is dependent on the other one that the due date is still far away so it was just clashing and that's because there is no communication the, the yeah. product manager had to go because it, it totally affected the product really so i think product managers can also work on that you need to come with a, a proper mindset a positive mindset i don't think there's a fight between you working with developers you need to learn to be friendly to all developers and know how to communicate properly the goal is for the product to be out and not for yeah. any one is trying to feel the boss or the other yeah you're right on micromanagement and developers face that most times when they have horrible or i don't know i don't know how to describe product managers that have that are that i can't <laughs> i'm sorry yeah. but that's that's just it i'm just trying to express how i feel because i've been in that situation of micromanagement yeah yeah i agree with you so to be honest it comes with experience right so what I, what I have found that works, you know, is the agile methodology where there's sort of like a sprint planning meeting where all the tasks for a particular sprint is discussed and estimated before the sprint starts. 
right? So devs are there, PM is there, QA is there. We discuss it, you know, we discuss what can be done and what cannot be done, right? In in the next sprint, right? So it's just about having that group session where we all agree, you know, um, and that's where the PM will find out that oh, back end needs to be done before front end can pick up. Front end, and then exactly. in that meeting, yeah, we can then push. Okay, front end will be done next sprint, you know, and or, you know, and then you know, so it, or maybe we, we build the screens, the front end alongside sprint, you this get sprint here. and integrate next sprint, you know. So it's in th- those kind of sprint planning meetings that some of these things are discussed and trashed out, right? You know, so I, this the agile methodology helps a lot, you know, to be able to do that. And it comes with experience. The more experienced you are, the more you, you're able to manage devs properly and, you know, and then work with them, you know. So just forgive um, those PMs who, you know, who, who just might forgive. not have experience. They are way. forgiven. Yeah. They are forgiven. <laughs> they are forgiven. Yeah. For, for this podcast, they are forgiven. Actually, I don't have issues with them. I just feel for my sanity purpose and for my mental error, I just have to drop the product. Like other people can yeah. go on, but personally for me, I don't think I, I don't enjoy back and forth with um, colleagues. I don't enjoy it. So since it was like a thing and it was like a gig, it was not like my main job. It was like a side gig you get. So I had to just drop it off. Okay, I think this can go. So, um... This is quite interesting because, you know, product managers actually have conversations with stakeholders. So how do you approach stakeholder management and communication in your role? And what do I mean by that? Effective communications and collaboration with various stakeholders are very, very crucial aspects because they have to do with the product itself. So how do you help manage communications like that? So if I got your question correctly, it's about communication with um, the rest of the team, right? I'm talking about stakeholder management. Oh, stakeholders. Okay, stakeholders. Yes. Um, so I think it's it's about communicating often, right? Okay. Uh, and not just communicating the bad, the good, and the ugly, right? So what do I mean? Okay. Let's say we're supposed to deliver a product in, let's say, four weeks. But then in week two, we hit a blocker that the PM cannot solve. So it's the job of the PM to communicate to the rest to say, hi, guys, we hit a blocker and we're currently working on it. So the deadline, so the products will be launched maybe two weeks after or one week after. So the, the key is communicating. Once there's a blocker, that might take some time. The team needs to know, right? And then when it will be resolved, depending on who you're communicating to, right? But you need to keep the team in the loop. You don't just come maybe one day before lunch and say, oh, we have the blocker, right? Again, it comes with experience. But once you see, oh, we're not going to meet this deadline, some days or week before the deadline you need to let everybody know so that everybody is aware that oh this is this is the status right you know uh yeah so and then also learning how to communicate 
um, to stakeholders in the right way. For instance, if you are communicating with sort of like a CTO, right, then you might need to be more technical, right? Maybe the backend is throwing an error, right? Because the CTO understands that. But if you are communicating to a non-technical person, maybe customer success, as why the launch will not happen, you don't need to go into APIs. You just say, oh, we had this issue. Um, you know, you, you kind of black box what you're saying because that person will not understand, right? Yeah, if you're communicating to your CEO, it's a different approach as well, right? Okay. Either. Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, we have two more questions left, and um, the first one is the first out of the two is um, can you provide guidance on preparing for product manager and uh, management interviews, including what to expect and how to showcase qualification because you know when we are talking about breaking into product management there are cases whereby some persons want to now start to um, look for opportunity so we need to like inform them on how to prep for uh, positions like this when it comes to being interviewed and all of that what you feel they should like be prepared for ahead of time so could you just give proper guidance on preparing for product management interviews? Yeah. So, what I would say is, um, depending on the company that you're applying to, there are majorly uh, seven types of questions you can get, right? Okay. So, I would also, I can also share like a PM interview um, preparation guide that I created with um Omalola, so she shares with you but to summarize okay. the, the first type of questions you might get will be sort of um product design questions for instance you could get a question like how would you improve spotify for podcasters or how would you improve whatsapp or improve facebook right so there's an approach you know that you need to follow you know starting with the mission, starting with the goal, starting with the customer personas, then the problems, then the solution, then the go-to-market, right? So, okay. yeah, so there's like a framework which I can share. So the first product design questions. The second type of question you can get is estimation questions. You can get something like estimate how many tennis balls will fit in a Range Rover Bella, for instance. Okay. you know it's a so then you need to break things down you need to estimate the size of a tennis ball then estimate the size of a the range rover you know so so there are those type of questions you can get then the third type are sort of execution questions where they tell you linkedin has 15 percent um decrease in active users or comments or likes how would you debug that, right? You know, so there's a process to say, oh, 
I'll look by country. I'll check if it's, you know, if it's a problem with our tracking system, you know. So there's a process like that, right? Um, so the fourth type of questions, you can also get a sort of behavioral question to say, tell me a time you you resolve the crisis between two of your colleagues because PMs are required to do that when they come up, right? And then you need to start you know, using the star stories to tell your experience, right? And then the fifth type of question you can also get are sort of technical questions where they ask you what is a CDN, you know, what is an API, you know, things like that, you know, or they, they could depend on the company applying to because Google likes technical PMs, maybe PMs okay. with technical background, right? So they could tell you design a messaging system, you know, how do you think about it, you know, so those type of questions okay. exist, right? So, yeah. Okay. Thank you very much for that. Um, and we have our last questions for you. And this question is like a thing for almost everybody. Um, how do you keep up with industry trends and development in product management? You know, um, being in the field is one thing, staying informed and staying on the field is another. So we want to learn from you how you have like worked on keeping up with um, industry trends, where you get your industry gist from, that helps you stay in product management so that all that people that are joining in this field can also know that they don't just have to join or start. They also know how, they also need to learn how to keep up with uh, industry trends. Like I know, Podcast like this is one, but we want to know from you other more that can also help people um, stay and keep up with industry trends when it comes to product management. Yeah, that's a very good question. So for me, I have like, or there's generally there's some product leaders out there, right? Um, who I, maybe I follow their Substack, or I follow them on LinkedIn, or I follow them on, on maybe follow their YouTube sessions, right? So where I get to learn some of these industry trends, that's one. Two, there are some renowned communities, product communities. For instance, Product School. There's Mind the Product. You know, there's Product Diet here in Nigeria. You know, I think I've seen um, one uh, people in products. Yes. Yes. So there, there are a couple of them, right? So it just depends on what um, resonates with you, right? So following them also on those channels on YouTube. So that's the second thing I do. Then three is like product conferences, right? Uh, although I don't attend because, you know, some of them are not, you know, around, right? But what I do again on YouTube, I can get some of those content, some of the trends in product and things like that, right? um yeah so and then maybe refresher courses once in a while also help right to keep you updated right about product okay. management yeah thank you so much valentine aka product management um this person for today thank you so much for um honoring our invitation do you have any word for the listeners Maybe you do have any word before we call it another episode. 
Yeah, um, thanks for having me. Um, I'm on the lab. Heard so much about your podcast, so I'm really excited and privileged to be here to share my experiences. Right, you're doing an awesome job. Your team is doing an awesome job. Right, so just keep it up. Yeah. So for the listeners out there, um, what I'll say is transitioning into a new career like product management is is a marathon, not a sprint. Right. Hmm. So it's not. Don't look at it as if I take these ten courses, then I'm a product manager, or if I take. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm a senior. This bootcamp. Senior. I'm a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So see it as like a marathon where you are gaining the skills you need to succeed, right? While applying, right? So you are taking a course, but you are applying, hoping for your first gig, right? You know. So so that's just about it. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Thank you, you so much, Valentine. So we have come to the end of today's podcast, Breaking into Product Management. And I'm sure you have learned so much from our guest, Valentine, on how to break in and not just break in, but how to stay on it because there's one thing for, for you to get in and there's another for you to stay on it. So Valentine has actually given us information that is going to help us when it comes to breaking into product management thank you our listeners for staying up until now we hope to see you next episode this is tech with error where we give you tech just tech trends and also information that helps you stay in the tech space we also want you to help us uh, click the notification button so you can always get notified on all our yes, podcasts yes, yes. Shows and episode. Follow us on our social media, Instagram, Twitter, um, LinkedIn, so that you can also enjoy information as we share on those pages. Till we see next episode, stay productive. Bye. Uh. Thank you, guys. Bye. See you. Mm-hmm.